0: and get ready to take a trip to the vacation kingdom of the world. So grab your magic bands and your Mickey ears. Here we go. Because it's time for another episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. and the tombstone quake Stones come up for a swinging wake happy materialize and
1: begin to ghosts come up to socialize when hinges creak in doorless chambers and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls whenever candlelights flicker where the air is deathly still that is the time when ghosts are present practicing their terror with ghoulish delights Welcome, foolish mortals, to the Mousecapades Podcast. I am your host, your ghost host. I'm trying my best over here, Vicki. And you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears.
2: This is Vicky, and we're on episode 362. And Nick is so excited, if you can't already tell, he's going to be sharing the history of the haunted mansion today. In the past, we've aired... Previous shows where Dave had done the history, but Nick, being the lover of ghosts and ghost hosts, we Just have to the let lover him of
1: do it. Disney Haunted Mansion. Absolutely love it. Love I don't everything know about the Boo to You Parade and the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween right. and everything. So I wanted to bring you the history of the Haunted Mansion, and I was trying to get you in the spirit, Vixter, and I was trying to get our listeners into the spirit. So drag your bodies away from that television, turn it off. But before we get started. And Nick scares us, we have to say... Check out our friends
2: at WaltExpress.com for Disney deals, tips, tricks, and all things Disney. There's a recent article up there about from our friend Callie Turney in Texas, and she reported on the minivan service. I know there's also an article by Vanda Bean, and Nick is going to tell me what that is about because it slipped out of my ghostly oh,
1: brain. Well, let me pull it back. Oh, <laughs> I apologize. No, it, it's all good. We have one by Mandy Middleton, Walt Disney World must-dos for the little ones, and we also have another one by Vanda Bean. Reservations available now For storybook dining At Artist Point That's right Alright So go check them out And now
2: Back to our Show
1: Alright my little Cadavers Here we go You ready Alright here we go History of the Haunted Mansion But first Vicki to fully Understand the Haunted Mansion We're going to have To go all the way Back To it's Beginning Vicki You ready to go With me Okay Is this right. when Master Gracie's Alive so, the Haunted Mansion, so this was something that Walt always wanted at his parks. He always th- dreamed of having, before he even built Disneyland, he wanted a Haunted Mansion. There are various concepts of the Haunted Mansion attraction. It's been around, like I said, since Walt's idea of creating the theme park itself. It actually, it just predates Disneyland. But it took forever to finally get constructed, and we'll go we'll go over that, Vixter. There's no actual beginning date. We just know that there are a whole bunch of different concepts of the attraction itself. And little, let it be like notes, uh, paper, um, 3D models, sketches on paper, or just like chatter among Disney employees and Walt's friends and stuff like that. You know, talking about the Haunted Mansion. This was something that Walt wanted in his park.
2: But what I love about it is it's a Haunted Mansion, but it's not to the extreme of what today's people think a
1: Haunted Mansion is. Well, yes and no. You'll you'll come to find out as we talk that various Imagineers had different ideas of what the haunted mansion should entail. Okay. As far as should it be scary, extremely dark, or lighthearted, everyone kind of had a different feeling as to far as far as how they wanted the haunted haunted mansion uh, to feel for the guests.
2: So you may need to visit the bathroom. Pause the show for a moment. Right. Um, Visit the bathroom before Nick tells us
1: any more scary stuff. So in the beginning, like the beginning concept, Vicki, Walt envisioned a walk-style attraction. Sort of like, you know, you just got finished listeners listening to, hopefully, listening to our Disneyland in St. Louis. The Disneyland that never happened here in St. Louis. Right. And there was a a Western expansion attraction, like a Lewis and Clark attraction, that was supposed to be a walk-through style attraction. Right. Walt wanted the same thing. Because he already had plans for Disneyland and St. Louis. The same time he was already drumming up plans for Disneyland and Anaheim. He wanted to have one on each coast. So he wanted one on east, west coast, and one in the center of the United States. Uh, he, he hit up Dallas, Texas first, but we're not going to go there. right? <laughs> anyway. And there's not so, one there either. No. So Walt wanted a walkthrough attraction. He was actually going to call it the walkthrough ghost house. Okay. Does that sound- As fun inv- as Haunted Mansion? It, uh, inviting to you? No. Right. But that's what he was going to call it. He's going to call it the walkthrough ghost house, where cast members would take groups of guests room by room in like a guided tour. Okay. The tour would shuffle one at a time, Vicki, one after another. So it would take a very long time, if you think about it just being a tour, like it a sounds guided like tour.
2: That's what small towns do. I wonder if he got that idea from visiting a small town.
1: What do you mean what small towns do?
2: So I know small towns like Marceline. I don't know if they specifically do this, but they have like a whole town of homes that set up like a hauntedness or whatever. And the people go from home to home and they have people that
1: lead the tours. Yeah, but they wouldn't have money for like a a people mover. No, no, no. But like Disney, though, it was all about innovation and moving the people around on a ride. Like to have a walkthrough attraction just sounded silly to a lot of the right. Imagineers, but Walt was very stubborn. He, it was going to be a walkthrough attraction. No doubt about it. So it was at least another five years. So after Walt came to the Imagineers and said, hey, look, I want a walkthrough attraction. I want to call it the Walkthrough Ghost House. It would still be at least another five years of development before turning the attraction into a ride was even considered. So.
2: Do we have, like, a timeline, like, what year? So, Disneyland's already open. Right. But he's so still So, talks watching. were
1: already going okay. before Disneyland. Opened.
2: Right. You said that part, but right. I didn't know, like, how long Disneyland was open before.
1: So, so, at this point, we're looking at 1960. Okay. So, at the point of... I'm trying so am like, They talked for five years about, yes, we, we really want to have a haunted mansion somewhere in the parks. Okay. It never made... I don't think it ever made the original map, but they knew they wanted to have it. And I'll tell you where they wanted to locate it. Okay. Okay. So five years go go by and they're still talking about it. Five years of development through just going to the drawing board and the concept art for the ride itself before even turning the attraction into a ride was even considered. Wasn't wow. that amazing? So it took five years. Um, like I was saying though, the idea of the haunted mansion theme attraction came from Walt because he wanted a more mature theme among the more like kid friendly attractions. Okay. You know, at the park. So It's early state. There wasn't any solid idea of the attraction itself. Um, So much of the focus was really placed on, like, the outside appearance of the ghost house. Okay. So, inside, pretty much nothing was done as far as, really, development. It was all about, what is this ghost house going to look like on the outside, first? So,
2: do we know... Where he got this idea from? Like, did he like listening to TV shows? Because when he was younger, they would have had radio shows.
1: I, I don't know.
2: Okay. I didn't I know if No, I
1: have no idea. Sorry. I didn't know no, if they it's in background. Man. Most of the earliest cons, earlier concepts, excuse me, of the Haunted Mansion were done by uh, an Imagineer named Harper Goff. Okay. And he originally had the idea. He wanted to place the Haunted Mansion somewhere, like on an offshoot of Main Street, USA, further back, like at a dead end. So you're walking down Main Street... End. Right, get it? Right. So, but see, how cool is that? You're walking down Main Street. Right. There's like this offshoot path, sort of like you see in the in any television show where <laughs> you see <laughs> the house down. You see that house down there. <laughs> Should I walk down this path? No. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, quite a few of concept art portrayed this idea, but uh, as the art became more simplified and the idea of actually placing the Haunted Mansion on an offshoot street, Main Street. USA, like that eventually faded. Like the more concept art they d- developed on what the house should look like, they kind of started turning their backs thinking that maybe we really don't want to put the Haunted Mansion on Main Street USA, like an offshoot. I think that's a pretty clever idea, though. Yeah,
2: because you wouldn't have been expecting it. Right. You're walking down, la, 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 la kind of like Candyland. You're going, la, la, la down Candyland, and then all of a sudden...
1: There's a dark. So there's wrote. so there's really no direction for the Haunted Mansion right now. So okay. five years of everybody throwing their idea in the hat, right? Or throwing it on the board. And no one winning. Right. So another individual that came into play. So we, we had Goff, Harper Goff. Now we have Marvin Davis and Sam McKim. Two other imagineers that also pitched their idea of what the Haunted Mansion should look like. See, they're still arguing over what the Haunted Mansion should even look like. That's right. A long argument. Oh, it went Oh, honey, this went on for like 15 years. <laughs> this is like the Comcast it, insane box thing. So they both threw like so they both pitched their ideas of what the Haunted Mansion should look like, and as more time went on, they all agreed that the Haunted Mansion should look like a 19th century gothic style house, like with a crooked path leading up from Main Street, okay? Yep. But like I said that idea didn't last too long because as Disneyland opened without the Haunted Mansion attraction. There was no room eventually given uh, in the park for the placement of the attraction itself. So Disneyland's, you know, it opens, uh, more things are being built, right? Because they're always building stuff. And then they, the, the Imagineers realize, oh my gosh, we haven't even left any room. Things are filling up the next five years. There's really not that much room for a big attraction. Right. So the idea of having it on Main Street USA, like an offshoot, you know, like a path, kind of, it really started fading away. So at this point, it took them five years just to agree on what style house it should be in, and they agreed a 19th century Gothic-style house. After that, Imagineers decided to relocate the Haunted Mansion on an unused plot of land, and that happened to be in Frontierland. It was also at this point that the concept laid to rest uh, in peace until the idea was eventually unearthed and picked back up in 57. So they decided to move it, from uh, Main Street, USA, to an unused piece of land in Frontierland in 1955. Okay. It's, the idea sat for two more years. Two more years went by, right? So right now, um, you're looking at a total of, so I don't know how many years it took Walt to actually build, like, as far as drafting up the plans and building the park, but park opened when, in 50, 55, right? Yes. Yes. I 50, so. Was it 55 or 53?
2: Now you're going to make me doubt myself. I'm going to look it up while you're talking.
1: Uh, I can't believe I don't even know that one either. It's either 53 or 55 there. But uh, the park had been open for a few years now. And Walt wanted to focus on expansion, Vicky. And so Disneyland's next biggest project was New Orleans Square. And New Orleans Square is really cool, by by the way. That's where you have uh, the Blue Bayou. That's where you have Pirates of the Caribbean ride. was it 53... Nineteen fifty-five. Fifty-five. Thank you. Some of Frontierland was eventually downsized, so they realized Frontierland's too big. They want to, they, you know, they want to build New Orleans Square. Right. They they have to downsize Frontierland, and they rethemed most of Frontierland with the new uh, New Orleans style restaurants and gift shops. At that point. So they okay. had already started building Frontierland. They realized, you know what? It's too big. We want to incorporate New Orleans Square. So we really need to start downsizing Frontierland and retheming it. So that's exactly what they did. Keep in mind, the Haunted Mansion was supposed to be where?
2: Off of Main Street.
1: No, for, it was Frontierland. The street sorry. Frontierland.
2: So I at this point, the story. idea,
1: the idea for the Haunted Mansion, really started to kickstart again. While they're redoing Frontierland and downsizing it and creating, you know, New Orleans Square, it got kickstarted again. And Imagineers knew that now they had uh, another new task of remodeling the outside of the Haunted Mansion again. So before they they agreed, it took them years to agree on a 19th century Gothic style house. But now since you're moving it to New Orleans Square, that's where it's going to sit. They have to retheme the whole facade of the Haunted Mansion all over again. New Orleans. And it took them forever just to agree on what it should look like in the beginning, right? Well,
2: that should have been easy because the homes are like defined
1: in so, New Orleans. So, dude, so like the haunted mansion went right back to the drawing board all over again. Everything was erased. They started fresh, clean, right? So, ho- who did Walt task with the new exterior appearance of Walt's treasured haunted mansion? A man by the name of Ken Anderson. So you already have multiple people here that have been put in charge of this haunted mansion, and a lot of people's hands are in the pot at this point, right? So some of the other Imagineers, they haven't gone away yet, right? They're still working on it. So he was an uh, animator, excuse me, so Ken Anderson, he was an an animator with uh, Walt Disney, and he virtually worked on all animated films up through like 1977, all right, Vicky. So he's done a lot. You can imagine Walt, he was a trusted person at that point, early on. Uh, Early on, he was, uh, like I said, very trusted by Walt. Handpicked himself to take on this new task. He quickly developed concept art for the attraction uh, that depicted an 18th century plantation-style home that would have been more apparent in New Orleans during that time period. So you can see where we go from a 19th century Gothic-style house to an 18th century plantation-style home, okay?
2: Yeah, well, I'm looking, while you're talking about it, I'm looking at what Disneyland looks like versus what uh, the Magic Kingdom at Disney World looks like, and they don't look the same.
1: Oh, no, they're completely different. You can definitely tell that at Disneyland it's a plantation home. Right. Right. So now, Ken created a house that was run down, and he didn't want it to look run down. He wanted a pristine facade, because no other building in his park looked like a Building that was falling down, but things that are haunted look but, to scary. Walt, but to Walt, he did not want anything like that. He wanted everything pristine. He wanted things that were clean, right? He didn't want anything that was wasn't clean in his park. So, what happened next? Do you think, Vicky? I don't know. I'm trying. Back to, to the drawing board again, again. So, back to the drawing board yet again. And eventually, Ken and Walt decided on a kept up pristine plantation plantation home on the exterior, while the interior would be old and run down. All right. So the outside still looked like a beautiful plantation home to fit with the New Orleans Square. Right. But the inside, that's where you would have all the haunted decor. So it was a fake out. I, I guess so. Because
2: if people would go into it and it looked nice from the outside, they wouldn't necessarily think it was a scary, uh, well, not a ride, scary attraction. attraction. Yeah,
1: right. So soon after, Walt approved the concept of construction, started to ride away. So while it's like, let's get this started. Okay, we got what the outside's going to look like. Let's start building this thing. Let's start. Let's start making some headway on this ride. It's taken way too long. I should say walk through attraction, by the way. Right. But it was a very slow effort due to all the focus, time, money, and effort being placed on the new ins- expansion of New Orleans Square. So for the next few weeks, or excuse me, a few years, Ken created concepts depicting numerous scenes for the Haunted Mansion. So basically it sat in wait because all the money and all the time and effort was being poured into New Orleans Square. So now that they have pictures of what the plantation home going to look like, while they're constructing New Orleans Square, Ken's like, all right, so something's got to get done. I'm going to start planning the inside of this house. And that's exactly what they started doing. So with the help of other Imagineers, Those same concept scenes later turned into full-blown storylines for the attraction. We're going to hear about those here in a second. The original story was to have a uh, a former pirate named Captain Gore who murdered his wife after she found out about his past. Uh, And then he hung himself after being haunted by her after she died.
2: So that's the person hanging in the the haunted mansion?
1: No, that's, that's someone else. Oh, okay. That's Master Gracie, right? Oh, I don't know. Hanging in the Haunted Mansion. Another story uh, story idea uh, was that uh, that was also tossed around at the same time was that the Haunted Mansion could actually be a real life haunted house purchased from Louisiana and moved to Disneyland. And it wasn't uh, until after moving the house did the Walt Disney Company find out all the stories and ghosts surrounding the house were actually in fact real. Ooh, I think that's kind of cool.
2: That is creepy.
1: Yeah that that's kind of cool. Like actually give it a. a a legend a a backstory right yeah that's kind of cool I really like that concept that would work for Disneyland that would work some of these concept storylines finally made it into the now current version and what we know of the Haunted Mansion today and we're going to go over those here soon as soon as the attraction started gaining attraction or excuse me traction sorry Ken Anderson had to leave the production, <laughs> so here we go, had to leave the production of The Haunted Mansion to start on a new animated film called Sleeping Beauty. So he ended up leaving. So the man that finally got the ball rolling has to leave.
2: And okay, start please on tell a, me
1: they didn't go back to start the Start on Sleeping Board. Beauty. So in his place, Walt brought in Imagineers Raleigh Crump and Yell Gracie.
2: Oh, okay. okay
1: so you know Gracie. Yep. So those, those names should sound familiar to you. If they don't, at least one of them should, Vixter, right? Yeah. Okay. And two of them started immediately on new illusions and special effects. This went on until about 1963 when the Haunted Mansion surroundings in New Orleans Square, uh, was finally complete. But the Haunted Mansion itself was still being constructed inside and wasn't anywhere near finished. And, uh, by the time, uh, by this time it was actually pushed back again because of other projects, Vicky. Other projects got prioritized over the Haunted Mansion, like what was gearing up for the nineteen sixty four World's Fair. Oh yeah, so everything was halted on the on the Haunted Mansion at that point. So stopped yet again. Back in sixty four, he was working on projects like Ford's uh, Skyway, It's a Small World, Carousel of Progress, right? So like it, everything completely halted and stopped for the Haunted Mansion at that point. So here we are, dead end yet again. It wasn't until after the nineteen sixty four World's Fair. That momentum picked back up for the Haunted Mansion, with story elements, and and piecing pretty much like all the other story elements that all the Imagineers had put together, kind of trying to piece all that stuff together, kind kind of just revive the story of what we're going to do inside and for the Haunted Mansion. So that's why the Haunted Mansion today seems to be like a variety of differentiated scenes strung together. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Does it kind of feel that way to you? Yeah, somewhat. Uh, these, and I'll get to that. These new elements and effects and illusions were then introduced in an episode of Walt's wonderful world of color, including the stretching portraits, the changing portraits, and the Pepper's ghost effect. Walt was on his way finally completing the Haunted Mansion attraction by this time. And, like, all that was left was the show building itself. So you go into the Haunted Mansion, the queue and everything, and then the show building is behind it where the actual ride is, takes place. Oh, right. Because the ride doesn't take place in the Haunted Mansion itself. It's the show building. So the Imagineers quickly started running into some problems, though. At this point, Walt still wanted this attraction to be a walkthrough experience. Right? Which, if it would be any scarier, I don't
2: know that I would want to walk through it. I mean, it's kind of a fun scary. Right. Well, some, but some kids don't think it's fun.
1: Well, the the later half of what we know today is more of a fun, scary, but the first half is a darker, right? Yay. Right. Well, think about it, right? Oh yeah, when we're walking because, down
2: the hallway and then you see the candlesticks.
1: Too many Imagineers had their hands in the pot and they couldn't agree. And we'll get to that later on as well. But uh, but here's the problem: if you have it a walkthrough experience, think about the hourly capacity. It would be extremely low. For all the guests, only allowing like a couple hundred people through the line in about an hour. Oh, that's true. So this would cause extreme wait times and longer lines. This issue, though, had been a concern among all Imagineers, Vicki, since Walt established his view of wanting the Haunted Mansion to be a walkthrough attraction. To counter the incredible forcing wait times, though, Imagineers were quick to draft numerous concepts to alleviate wait times and capacity issues. These concepts included uh, eliminating scenes, so making the ride small, or the attraction, the walkthrough attraction shorter, right? Downsizing, not having as much, and even creating another identical show building so that two groups could walk through at the same time. So creating two show buildings.
2: No, I know, but that was going to take up more space than California has. Right. Small amount of space.
1: Well, at that time they didn't. Well, well at that time they had more. I mean, nowadays it'd be like, where are you going to put it? But I mean. You'd have to close something else to bring it in. So the Imagineers quickly realized there wouldn't be any work around Walt's vision of a walkthrough Haunted Mansion attraction. So work on the attraction. Stalled! Stopped again. Because they were butting heads with Walt. The Imagineers were butting heads with Walt. So I don't know, how many times has this stopped now? Four times? At least. Five times? I, I can't remember. Four or now at this five. Point. Insane. It actually wasn't until Walt's death in 1966 that work began again on the Haunted Mansion project. Ooh, I and went this is where, way. And this is where it really soared. Like Walt passed away, the Imagineers took over and finished the project. And so, at this time, who's leading the way? So now the Imagineers were free to turn the attraction into a vehicle-style ride rather than a walkthrough attraction. Sort of like the People Mover. Right. They used Doom buggies, right, yep. to go through the ride. And that was that's what the Imagineers wanted. So at this point, now the Imagineers could push forward with the moving-style ride uh, and the track that had to be laid. And all the scenes had to be reworked yet again because of the track. So they, they laid down the track. And the way you'd be maneuvered through the Haunted Mansion. And so everything had to be re- reworked again because it's no longer a walk-style ride. Right. It's going to be, you're going to be in a vehicle. Okay. So all the concept stuff had to be reshuffled and re- reworked all over again. So from this new complete scenes, new complete scenes were developed integrating new technology such as audio animatronics... After Walt's death, the Imagineers wanted to bring a lot of that stuff in, but it, but it was at this point that the Imagineers started to divide because they couldn't agree on future other future ideas. So the Imagineers basically didn't basically split Wedway into two separate groups. Okay. The Mark Davis group who pictured a lighter-hearted, uh, family-friendly ride, and the Claude Coates group that wanted a darker, scarier ride for the Haunted Mansion. Okay. So for the next year, okay, the next year both sides argued and bickered and debate as to why their version would be better. So it stalled for another year. Eventually both sides came together, realizing neither side would budge, and they collectively came up to an agreement. Now this was in nineteen the late nineteen sixty-seven. Right. Imagine your Xavier Antoncito Brought the idea of combining both ideas and concepts into the attraction, so this is like actually what you see today in the haunted mansion, Vicky. The first part of the ride is darker and scarier, and the second half has a a lighted or a lighter, lighthearted, fun side right to it.
2: Yes, where the ghosts are singing. So now anything? all,
1: so now, yeah, exactly. So now all that is left uh, was to combine the storylines of both Imagineer groups, combining the the best of both into the story and the backstory of the attraction. So Xavier did so. He he went ahead and combined everything, wrote the script, and then he wrote the entire uh, music, the Grim Grinning Ghosts, for the ride. That's awesome. So he took everybody's ideas. He's like, we just got to piece us all together and get this going. So while Xavier was hard at work, the show building was finalizing construction, and it wasn't completed until 1969.
2: No, I know. I saw that. That. So you're talking, that was like what? So 15, 17 years? So,
1: 15 years. Well, I mean, it's actually so about 15 years, but even that, Dickie, like, Walt had this idea of wanting a Haunted Mansion in his park, so you know the idea of this came before the right. park opened. So after 15 years, basically, of development, the Haunted Mansion opened its iron gates and creaky doors on August 9th, 1969. Now, as soon as the attraction opened, it became one of the most popular rides in the park. Since the ride, though, has first opened, there hasn't been much change. And what you see today is pretty much what guests saw back in 1969, Vicky, All right. This is uh, partly because of the huge success of the Haunted Mansion and that Di- the Disney Company actually claims it being one of the guests' favorite rides of all time is the Haunted Mansion. That's very cool. The Haunted Mansion hasn't really had any major changes through the years, but we're going to go ahead and go through them right now. So, yeah, there's been some major changes, uh, excuse me, some minor changes, but that's, you know, that's typical of all rides, Vicki, all rides change. So, like, in the Haunted Mansion, it'd be, like, the paintings um, being slightly moved to another position, or the pictures being replaced with new vibrant ones, but, like, the same picture, you know, mm-hmm. just repainting, or set pieces being moved around. That happens in all rides, like, even with Pirates of the Caribbean, right? right. Things are moved around. Um now, in the mid-1980s, Disney added a knight to the corridor of, corridor of Doors scene. Yep. And that knight was an actual cast member jumping out, scaring people. That's what I thought the first time I wrote it. Dude, it was so effective at scaring people that it had to be re- be removed just a couple years later. I'm sure. People were freaked out. There had been reports of the knight being punched and items being thrown at him.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah,
1: like because people, people were scared. This knight literally would jump out in front of the doom buggy. Well, they buggy.
2: need a sign that says, "Please be aware of jumping ghosts."
1: <laughs> right. Like, so, like when you're riding in your doom buggy, though, you don't expect anything to jump at you. Like, but, but jump the, in front of you, yes, but not at you. But the first time I wrote it and I saw that, I thought they had people.
2: I didn't. No one told me that people weren't going to jump out at me. Okay. Because so that's that was okay. my take on what. So it was. now.
1: What we see is an animatronic night today. So we have an animatronic there that pretty much just stands and moves his shield up and down. That's basically what he does. Another change can be found in uh, Madame Leona, the seance room. Mm -hmm. The only changes here have been like an upgraded projection system to make the illusion more realistic and convincing. Um, With this change, uh, the crystal ball is also floating. And uh, before it was, you know, just sitting on the table. Right. Right. The ballroom scene, so that's had some uh, minor animatronic upgrades as well, but really nothing too noticeable. The attic scene has gone through some changes, and that scene's focus, if you remember, it's always been on the bride. Right? Does she kill more
2: husbands? So the bride's
1: (laughs) appearance has actually changed. Like it changed through the 1970s, and again in the mid 90s. So like in the 70s, it had red fiery eyes. Oh, like, really? Like a hollow eye sockets, but red, fiery eyes that oh, were just scary. Like cut through. Oh, it was. I would have to say it was scarier then than it is today. Oh, I don't today, think it's scary. I think that pretty, part's funny. And today it's pretty scary.
2: It's just got the, the axe.
1: Right, I, right. But back then it was like, it was terrifying. Um, And then it changed again in the mid 90s and eventually replaced entirely, like what we see. And that's been changed since 2006. Okay. With an entire new character. And a new name, Constance. So now she has a name. So with the upgraded animatronic, there was also an upgraded backstory that she, Constance, killed her husband with a hatchet. Well, because that's what you see. Right. And so also in the attic were some pop-up ghosts that were removed at the same time as well, that they changed and named uh, the bride Constance. The biggest change, though, came in 2015 when... Disney added the hat box ghost hat box ghost where his head would disappear and then reappear in the hat box that he was holding. The ghost was actually an original scene and effect in the 1969 version, right? okay but was quickly removed because there was just enough light in the attic to see both the head uh, the, the person's head, the hat box ghost, and the head in the hat box, which just ruined the, the effect and experience for guests. So but with new technology though, Disney Imagineers were able to bring the scene back and get the effect they originally intended back then in nineteen sixty nine. So other than that though, there really hasn't been any major changes overall to the ride. Just refurbishments, right? To make sure that everything's right. running smoothly. So as you can see, like this is crazy. This we know there are some rides that never happen. We right. also know there are some rides that two separate ideas, two separate rides that may have started construction. But then yet combined the resources to make one ride and one ride is Splash Mountain. They oh yeah. Two different rides that came together to form one ride. But something like this, where Walt was adamant on actually having a haunted house in his park, this was one thing that he wanted from right. the very beginning. And he never got to see it. That it that is sad.
2: But you as hard headed as he was, you wonder how many things how long it would it take to get more things in every park nowadays. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he had something in his mind. And because he,
1: of the layers of oversight, or...
2: Yeah. Well, I, and think about Epcot. It's not the way that he envisioned it. Oh well, well,
1: sure. I and mean, if he, he was still alive, create, would it have he happened? He wanted to create a futuristic city with a bubble over it. That's what he wanted right. to do in St. Louis for his park. Right. Right. I, it just blows my mind away that, you know, Walt had this dream of having a haunted mansion. Right. One, he had one vision, and it was a walkthrough style ride, attraction. The Imagineers are like, no, Walt, it has to be a ride. It can't be a walkthrough. And Walt just wouldn't change. Right. The Imagineers wouldn't budge either. Right. You know, and the program stopped, the project stopped multiple times. It moved various locations. Right. Right. It, it's just really weird to see a ride that had. So much promise from the very beginning and a lot of engagement in the beginning, but yet shluffed to the side, put on the back burner, but yet still considered uh, very important to have in the park. Right. That's what blows my mind away. This was something that Walt was spearheading, but yet it was always put on the back burner. Because he wanted his way. So... I, it' pretty cool. I mean, when I started, somebody should make a movie of that. When I started, oh, it'd be awesome. When I started researching the Haunted Mansion, I was like, wow, this this ride, it would stop, it would go, it get started and stop, you know, and then it get started and stop again, you know, get started and stop It was just, and it was different things every time. And all the Imagineers that had their hand in the pot in creating this ride, and then when it was finally all said and done where they're going to start working on this ride? then the imagineers themselves couldn't even agree on the scenes and so they but they compromised well, one man got them to compromise right like but they, they
2: finally did right otherwise we might i like how
1: xavier comes in and he's like save right, the day right okay so we're going to combine all of your scenes i'm going to write the script and i'm going to write the music and we're <laughs> going to pump this out and we're going to get this out there once and for all you know very it's funny. Yeah. Anyway, so there you go. That is my history. Hopefully, I did just a good job as Dave. If you want to hear the other version as well, you can. Just go ahead and pull up some of our older shows. It might have been one of the shows we lost. You don't even know, right? Right. So this wraps up this episode of the Mousecapades Podcast. Listeners, thanks again for listening as always. If you have a question, comment, or want to be a guest on the show, go ahead and text us, 407-674-0414. Email us, mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. If you're looking to book your next vacation down at Disney, go ahead and contact us for your next quote. You can go ahead and contact us, travel at mousecapadespodcast.net. Don't forget to follow us on all of our social media accounts, mousecapadespodcast, or excuse me, mousecapades underscore Nick for my Instagram account. Twitter is going to be mousecapadespod, and our Facebook page is going to be the mousecapades podcast.
2: Thanks, Nick. That was really interesting. Uh, Of course, I think we all knew that Walt had a little stubborn side to him. I'm just not sure. How stubborn we realized until just from this one ride. And so this is
1: just one case of it too. But you know what? I'm glad he was who he was because a lot of great things out of it. He had his ideas and they were very grand ideas, but he also employed the very best people to carry out his vision as well.
2: Yeah, so that's always the best part. Be sure and listen to our show on Wednesday. We'll be hitting you up with some more latest news and rumors. Maybe some more rumors. We had a couple this this week. That was pretty good uh remember to check out our friends at WaltExpress.com. nick is currently at the happiest place on earth hopefully and i'm having a great
1: time right now you are yeah i I wish i was there with you that would you know i wish if i was really that would be great i'm sure i have a churro in one hand a mickey bar in the next and i'm walking (laughs) into the br gas restaurant there you go you have the caramel sauce for the churro of course so,
2: thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades
1: podcast. All right, listeners, say it with me. I think it's about that time. Peace.
2: And love.
1: Have a magical day, my friends.
0: <laughs> Rift creak and the tombstone quake. Smokes to come up for a swinging wave. Happy haunts materialize and begin to localize. Grim Grinningos come up to socialize. Don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. There's a silly. Start to shriek and harmonize. Grim-grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Hear the knell of the rug-wind belt. ghosts come with the spirits well. Restless bones with fury eyes. Rising spooks of every size. Grim-grinning ghosts come out to socialize. swinging weight, happy haunts materialize and begin to... To socialize. When you hear the nail of a rock will we melt? Here comes clean with spirit swell. Rest eyes. Eyes. a spirits well dressed upon the with eerie eyes. Rising spirits of every side. Grim, grinning ghosts come out to socialize. Grim, grinning ghosts come out to socialize.